Good morning, London. Saturday mornings, 10 a.m., Medpoint Health Half Hour. I'm your host, Ron Young. Joined across from me is Peter Martone, as usual. Pete, what's going on today? Oh, not too much, Ron. I'm just finishing up my move. That's yeah. a big thing. Yeah, new house, new, uh, lots of new expenses, I'm sure. I was kind of ribbing you about that last week. It's all in the, the life of home. The fun, right? The fun. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> fun, though. I, I enjoy doing most of the work because it's, you just, you're working towards yourself. Yeah, true, true, true. Um, yeah, so we have a lot happening around MedPoint these days. It seems like, uh, you know, every time I turn around, it's something new on my desk. Uh, we <laughs> are moving the Byron Gym. Officially, we are moving the Byron Gym in September, which is going to be awesome. That is some breaking news. I have fe- you said that before? No, I haven't. That is something. And it's cool to be able to publicly broadcast yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I am very excited about this because I was at the day when we first opened the Byron Gym and I remember using a lawn chair in the office because we didn't have any office furniture yet. It was a slow build. It was, but it is now one of our busiest gyms. Yeah. It is as busy or busier than the downtown gym. Tuesday this past week, 7 a.m., I had a client and I think four or five other trainers had clients. Mm -hmm. And given the square footage, it just simply wasn't enough. And I kept telling all the clients there you know what, we're not going to have this issue uh, when we move into the new space. So that's going to be very exciting. That's the West 5 Byron Gym. Uh, Come check us out in September. We're going to be opening. Uh, We're going to be having kind of an open house. Yeah, exactly. Going to be inviting people in. And we're also going to be extrapolating upon the uh, busy class schedule that we have. So if you're not a MedPoint client, but you want to exercise, we can certainly get you in for different classes. We have an unlimited class membership Mm -hmm. that gets you into as many classes as you can Mm -hmm. attend. And we're hoping to expand our weekend hours for that as well. So if you just can't make it after work or something like that, so we're going to hopefully expand to Saturday, Sunday at our new location. Pete, what's your favorite MedPoint class? Um, the boxing class. I've watched from the side, I've been training clients as while the boxing class is going on. Yeah. And I've watched Aaron and his, his, his style and the way he kind of shows his clients. And it's, it's new to me as well, because I don't have that much experience in boxing, but this, his clients are sweating buckets and they're working with each other when in pairs, say husband and wife or brother, sister or whatever it is. Um, it's, it's, it's awesome to see. And, cool. and it's another kind of style of cardio kind of strength hit training that he does. Um, that's definitely my favorite by far. Cool. I like the core one. Oh, I, Julie. I, yeah. The one Julie, Julie runs? does the core one. And if you've ever done a Pilates DVD or something like that, you can maybe appreciate and understand the, uh, effort that goes into stabilizing your mm-hmm. core and holding positions and doing different core exercises and uh, you definitely gain a greater appreciation for it. So uh, check out the new class schedule. We're going to put it online in, in a week or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can sign up on there, and uh, it would be awesome to have everybody out because we want the gym to be full. It's a lot mm-hmm. more space. So it, It's new space, uh, big space, new space. Um, I'm very excited for it. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So Pete, we uh, what else do we have going on at MedPoint? Uh, certainly dietitian sessions. Mm-hmm. Rebecca's been very busy. We've done the upgrades of the MedPoint menu for the yes, for the breakfasts. So it's cool. You know, we we look at those breakfasts every few months, um, reevaluate what it, what's included in them, and um, our new dietitian decided to take it into her own control and modify it a bit, make it a bit more healthier, make it, just tweak it, you know, refresh it. It's really cool because when you come to MedPoint, we just don't want to uh, feed you anything Mm -hmm. because we do the flat, the (laughs) fasting, fasting blood work. 
um, when you come in for your medical. So we definitely want to make sure that you're not lightheaded for the fitness component, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So we feed you breakfast and we want to make sure that it's a very nutritious breakfast. And uh, Rebecca has cards as to, you know, what information and nutrient profile and stuff like that goes into the breakfast, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. So, you know, hopefully it'll help you gain a greater uh, understanding for what we're trying to do. And, uh, you know, Rebecca's always available for dietitian services. Sometimes your benefit coverage will have this and you might not even know it. Mm-hmm. Utilize those benefits. They're there for a reason. They're there for to ensure that you stay healthy. Yeah. And if you're dealing with an eating issue and you, you just want some more knowledge, your dietitian coverage is there for you. Get the help that you may not even know you need. Absolutely. The last service I'm going to highlight before we start talking about what we're going to talk about, Pete, is the kids program because uh, we just recently had a couple kids sign up for it. It's a really cool program, and especially getting into September, if your kids are trying out for sports teams, stuff like that, Mm -hmm. you're going to want them to come into MedPoint, do some uh, training, Mm -hmm. uh, supervised by our kinesiology team, and uh, make sure that they reach their potential with their sports. Exactly, and we can do sports-specific things as well. If they're specifically looking for soccer training or hockey or baseball, whatever it is, we can cater those exercises for those sports so that they're better prepared for in the fall so they can prevent injury and things like that. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be great. So a lot happening at MedPoint, and uh, we encourage you to check out the website, medpoint.ca, or you can even come by. Uh, We'll give you a tour, and uh, we'd be happy to have you along. Peter... Mm-hmm. News came out this week. CTE, CTE in football players. It's what does it real. stand for? Chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Mm-hmm. That's a mouthful. Encephalopathy. I'm not even going to attempt it. <laughs> uh, well, you know, a lot of people probably won't know how to pronounce that. But basically, what it is is uh, it's a degenerative disease found in people who have re- uh, suffered repeated blows to the head. And what the newest thing out there is saying is that 99% of studied brains from deceased NFL, Mm -hmm. I'm gearing up for hockey already, (laughs) NFL players, they had their brains examined and CTE was found amongst 99% of the brains that were that were mm-hmm. researched. Now, I think there is more, uh, a newer even kind of relapse or refresh on that saying that the brains that were submitted were people that were dealing with the major context, so they were right. bound to be found. But 99%, that means that nearly everybody was dealing with some sort of, some sort of degenerative disease from those contacts. Yeah. And that's that's a scary number. It's not it's that's definitely significant. So it's very significant. And uh, you know, I well I can say this affected uh, the Baltimore Ravens quite like quite a bit because John Urschel who is 26 years old, retired from football, mm-hmm. one of our star uh, players, because of this data. And he is actually a master's mathematician. So he said, hey, I value my brain more than playing football mm-hmm. because obviously, you know, it's it, going to carry you through the rest of it his... It really goes to wonder what what the future of football and other contact sports is going to be like because... Mm. If this degenerative disease is going to be happening in 99% of these brains yeah, and it expands from not football, even to hockey and other contact sports, you know, where do you draw the line? Do you say there's no contact in anything up until professional? Do you scrap it from professional? Yeah. It's, it's a tough question. It's a tough fine line to walk because Big it's a part area. of the sport. It's yeah. a part of the sport and you would destroy the sport. And obviously money's involved. It's a, 
those those four major sports NFL mm-hmm. NHL um, and the other two as well they're money makers so the thing I'd be interested in is uh, based on position how mm-hmm. much it it weighs into it because sometimes you see wide receivers get lit up after they catch a pass mm-hmm. sometimes just because you're a linebacker you're always dishing out hits your head's always contacting something mm-hmm. uh, that can definitely weigh into it uh, but, you know, somebody like a quarterback or whatever, although I did see Colt McCoy get lit up a couple of years ago. by, by Oh, you do get still get hit. You know, those sacks are important. Yeah. But the thing is you can't play football with just a bunch of quarterbacks. Yeah, exactly. You, you have to have the other players as well. So does it does it take away from the entire sport? It's a yeah. question that's going to be asked a lot of times. I think it's being asked right now whether or not they should be reducing the contact or protecting the players. Because I know every time you're watching a football game, protection of the players is the forefront. Big, yeah, it's You key. know, anything to the head, anything to this, mm-hmm. they're taking them off the field, they're doing assessments and things like that. So yeah, it's very important. And obviously with studies like this coming out, <clears throat> it, it kind of re-solidifies or solidifies the um, danger of, of the sport. Because yeah. I, I don't know if you read the book Concussion or watched the movie. I read, I've done both and both are phenomenal and the story that it tells is just unbelievable. Well, let's talk about that then after the uh, commercial break. We have to take a quick break right now, but uh, more MedPoint Health Half Hour coming up after this commercial break. Hey, welcome back to the program. Every Saturday morning, 10 a.m., MedPoint Health Half Hour. I'm your host, Ron Young. Of course, joined every week, almost every week, pretty much Nearly every week. Nearly every week. Peter Martone. Mm-hmm. Awesome kinesiologist. Awesome. Thanks, Ron. Yeah, no problem. Pumped the tires a little bit. Um, so we've uh, been talking about uh, concussions and stuff like that. You know, we've dealt with a lot of different things uh, at MedPoint, and I think about uh, my training career, and a couple of years ago, I actually had a university student come to me, and she signed up for a MedPoint program, and she actually had was dealing with concussions. And definitely there were some days when she had headaches, some days, you know, she wasn't feeling the workouts, other days she was firing on all cylinders and it was great. Mm -hmm. Um, Needless to say, concussions are such a huge drawback from a lot of uh, things, right? I mean, if uh, you're dealing with such sensitive tissue as brain matter, uh, you need to make sure that you are treating it and uh, as well progressing in the proper ways. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what our expertise lends, eh, Pete? Exactly. You know, we have to always be progressing, always trying to advance the technology and always using our best ha- best foot forward, I guess. Yeah, best judgment e- with it. Exactly. You know, we, we can only give the best service that we know, and obviously if we're continuing to advance our knowledge, we want to make sure these the, the patients are dealing with it as well. Yeah, that's another thing. If you join the MedPoint program, our kinesiologists are always learning. They're mm-hmm. always growing. They're always uh, developing. We have different programs in in uh, in the company mm-hmm. that, that allow you to do that as well. We're protected by the college, so we actually had to take an ethics uh, course mm-hmm. most recently. Just and, finished. To pass a quiz, nice. Uh, so there's such things that come up, and uh, you know th- we need to make sure that we stay ahead of the curve, and we make sure that we do the public uh, justice and and giving them a good service. So come down to MedPoint if you're thinking about joining a training program in September, getting mm-hmm. started in the fall. We would love to have you, and obviously you can be rest assured that you are in good hands going forward for this. Peter, you talked about the book Concussion. Mm-hmm. I uh, flew through that book. Yeah. I quite enjoyed reading it. it you just loved it, eh? Yeah, it, it just it's a lot of obviously the the whole story behind. I'm not going to get into that, but just the science behind it and 
the story behind how it came up and, yeah. and the finding the diseases and just where it is today. You know, I was just, I think it was, I think actually they're p- implementing it this year, the new helmets for the NFL. I remember, cool. I remember last year, they, or it was a year before, they implemented this helmet that kind of pops if you, if you get hit and it kind of releases pressures. But now this, this new helmet has like this molding technique where cool. it kind of shifts with you. It, it looks unbelievable, you know, but. So does uh, stuff like this make the, old school NFLers and stuff like that who had maybe less superior or whatever, however you want to say it, equipment that wasn't quite Mm -hmm. as good. Mm -hmm. Does it kind of cancel out the data that we're seeing now? Because if you studied, and obviously these players aren't, you know, dying at an alarming rate or mm -hmm. anything in order to study them. But if you looked at players nowadays with the better equipment, the, uh, you know, more cushioning, the mm-hmm. better shock absorbency. Uh, would you find CTE in players nowadays? That is a tough question. And I honestly think you will, you, you can't find out that answer. I think yeah. you'll have to wait, obviously, in time to see. I don't know how rapidly CTE develops yeah. once you are hit, if it's an instant thing or something like that. So I'm assuming they could look at things if it was an instant um, injury that you could detect. But obviously, the the players from before they didn't have the as protective equipment as they do now. That's true. And they would be dealing with a lot of more more blows and more detrimental hits. But it does go to show that if those hits do happen, it 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 does serve a major impact. You know, even if yeah. you do have whatever protection you do, your brain is still going to move. It's still moving. You know, maybe not be as severe, but it does still move. Well, and and you think of football, you also have to think across the board as like rugby stuff like that. But uh, it doesn't seem as though there's as many concussions maybe in hockey as there's in football just because you are going after somebody to Mm -hmm. try and hit them, knock them down, prevent forward progress. In Mm -hmm. hockey, it's kind of their calculated hits. You play hockey. You know Mm -hmm. how it is. Um, But more... Yeah, there there is more side-to-side hits rather than direct forward forward impact hits. You know, right. when you, when you do come across the middle and you do get hit, that obviously is like a football hit. But most of the hits along, are along the boards where you're rubbing the out of things like that. Mm-hmm. So, But go, well, definitely still an opportunity. Backs, right? They put their head down. They're trying to charge through the line. And, uh, you know, it, it, I've seen a lot of running backs. They put their head down. They get that blow to the, to the cranium. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden the shock absorbency goes through their cervical spine and they it's, lay motionless. It's scary to see. Scary. I was going to say, I've, I've seen some videos of, of, of running backs or any player at, by that matter, go into the, into the kind of the scrum and they come out and they're on the ground. I know. Moving. And yeah. it, it's scary to see. There's uh, so just going off of some of the data, it was 110 of the 111 brains uh, of one-time National Football League players uh, that were researched had the CTE. So significant, yes, but as Pete was alluding to, I mean, not uh, the brains that were studied were people who felt like they had it or mm-hmm. or could potentially have it. So I mean, 100 brains. Yeah, it's it's significant data, but at the same time, are you looking positionally? Are you looking at uh, other factors uh, like equipment and things like that? We're obviously going to continue to collect data on this, this sort of thing, and uh, we will you know, continue to push forward with the latest equipment and uh, 
you know, kind of. I'm go very, from there. I'm very curious to see what the future brings for contact sports, whether it's totally eliminated because mm. of the health concerns and because of the strain it's going to cause on the families and and the system, the health care system. Yeah. Um, or they continue to go with it, and you sign your, you sign a waiver and sign your life away. You know, yeah. whatever it's going to be. Well, and this this runs into another uh, fact that I, I've always been on board with, and the, the fact that. People always say, oh, they get paid way too much. Well, you know what? They get paid, you know, some of them get paid 10 million bucks to play football for four years of their life, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yep. And they're injured, they're beaten, they're broken, and four million bucks in the grand scheme of things over your entire lifetime maybe isn't that much. Mm-hmm. And if, especially if you're a star player, right? I mean, like you look at uh, some of these contracts for safeties and stuff like that who are hitting all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I say pay the guys. Like the, your team's obviously making enough money. The fan base is supporting you in those ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, these guys sacrifice a lot. And Home I, life, injuries. Uh, for your entertainment. We're looking at concussion for entertainment value. And I... I also think that we're skewed in seeing the contracts. You know, we when we see the contracts come across the, the sports channels, we see the huge ones and, and the major big big name people signing those massive, uh, massive contracts. Mm-hmm. Or the guys that are like the left left back or things like that that don't aren't that important, I shouldn't say important, but I mean oh, not yeah. as like, significant. They're making thousands of dollars. They're not making in the millions. And, and those players and I think the average football career is what how many years? I think two. It's it it's skewed. We're, we're, it's we're, crazy. Yeah, it's not that long. So you know, people get paid what they deserve. You know, because it's for entertainment. They're sacrificing their body. Yeah, it's it's. You want a perfect example of these guys who get paid less but perform just crazy feats of athleticism? Kevin Pillar of the Toronto Blue Jays, your beloved Blue Jays, mm-hmm. if you are a fan, uh, in 2013 got paid 125 thousand dollars. In 2017, he's getting paid, uh, sorry, $555,000. So his total estimated earnings uh, being with the Jays for five years is just under two million bucks. And that's something you would never expect, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's obviously going to be guys who make less, but their position, their value is really intangible. Mm Mm-hmm. Like the fact that uh, a middle linebacker or something like that, uh, some somebody who doesn't light up the scoreboard but prevents that, doesn't get as much credit as they should perhaps get. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, that's all the time that we have for today. I want to thank you all for joining us. It's obviously been a pleasure to talk health and fitness. Uh, with you. If you have any questions, check out our website, medpoint.ca. If you'd love to email us, ron at medpoint.ca and peter at medpoint.ca. I wish you all a very good weekend and I hope that you have a great, uh, great Saturday. Yeah. Sunday. Enjoy it. Enjoy Enjoy the weekend. Yeah. Love it. Take care.